Hello, everyone, and welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. I'm here on location again at SEMA, uh, but this time outside the convention center in, with, in a trailer, a trailer belonging to uh, Mr. Jack Rush Jr. So, Jack, thank you so much, firstly, for taking the time. Thank you also for letting me drag you out inside into the trailer so I can have a couple of minutes with you to, to learn about your history, the history of the company, and what you guys are bringing here to, to SEMA for 2018. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. No, so, so I'll leave it up to you. Where would you like to start? I mean, I could always ask what I always like to start with. How did you get into the automotive business? But I think your, your last name kind of gives it a little bit away. Yeah, I was kind of dragged into it. Yeah, not, not literally, but... Uh, not, not kicking and screaming, but just no. sort of like jumped along and jumped on the bandwagon kind of thing. Right. So, so why don't you start back at the beginning and give us a little bit of history for, the, for some of my international listeners that might not be quite as familiar with about the brand. So uh, the Roush Company really started with my dad uh, as a little kid. Uh, his parents were pretty entrepreneurial, but didn't really have a lot of success in business. Uh, they grew up; uh, he grew up at a time that was pretty challenging. Um, but he he was always very uh, ingenuitive. Uh, he, uh, as a small kid, saw that he could make money by mowing lawns in his little town. So uh, he started a business with his brother, and they mowed lawns. One of the things that they needed, though, were the engines to be maintained. Ah, and I so uh, his parents weren't, you know, didn't really have the background in that, but there was a shop in town that did, and uh, this neighbor friend of theirs uh, took him under his wing and let him use his shop, taught him about engines, and that's really where all the trouble started. So it was, so, all, it was all about lawnmowers, basically, is it, what we've come to today. It was. And, uh, you know, he, he loved working on the engines, making them work. You know, it, it got worse from there. He started making cars faster and, uh, you know, really, you know, started that whole passion that's lasted his whole life. And, and thankfully, he seems to have passed on that passion to you as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love this stuff for sure. And so what is it that, uh, that you've been focused on that you're bringing in to, to SEMA itself then for this year? So we have a number of things here. Um, uh, really, our big features are our 2019 Stage 3 Mustang. Uh, it's not been in the market for a little bit due to shorter model years and uh, that sort of thing. We weren't able to have it uh, for the previous model year. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, also, our F-150 uh, you know, there's been a lot of excitement around that, and we're here featuring, you know, the latest and greatest there. Sure, and they're also, in particular, those are two um, good, uh, well, I should say, very uh, race-like performance-focused vehicles that Ford have bought to, especially with the engines that they've gotten them, and then all the work that seems to be the design and the focus that's gone on the, the OEM side. How does it impact you guys in working with an OEM like Ford to, to put those two, to put your, should we say, your finishing touches on, on those vehicles? Sure. Um, I think, you know, for us, the relationship with Ford is something that we really value. Uh, they're a great company. Uh, my dad has uh, start, started the relationship with Ford even, at, you know, just out of college. He worked there for a number of years as an engineer, uh, started racing, and has raced Ford vehicles throughout his entire career. Um, also we, uh, you know, we work with them on a number of other things as well. Um, needless to say, you know, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we consider ourselves, 
um, very loyal to Ford and, you know, a key part of our identity. Um, uh, the base chassis that Ford produces are very, you know, very good uh, as a starting point uh, for us. You know, our package is uh, really is putting our spin on what's already a great vehicle. Yeah, and it's I guess it's your personalization, I suppose, a good say. Absolutely. And especially when, as we just finished walking around the new truck, I mean, it is a, a an exquisite piece of work. That the, just the little tweaks that you've done to make it, uh, those changes to it. I mean, it really looks the part of what you, I assume, you've designed and set out to do. Oh, thank you. Um, and I think tomorrow I might also be able to get some seat time, but not driving, but being uh, probably a, a passenger, I think, uh, on the drift course out there. That sounds great. So what would you uh, suggest I need to do in preparation for that? Uh, just keep your eyes closed. and <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's not that big a deal. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, but your speeds out there really aren't that high. You know, it's, yeah. it's fairly safe. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be doing quite the entry speed that, uh, that maybe Justin gets up to in some of the faster courses in the Formula Drift season. Is that correct? Right, absolutely. So what was it that, that pushed you in that direction to go towards like the drifting and, and sponsor a driver like Justin? Sure. Um, oh, for for our company sponsoring Justin. Justin's a great guy, a great competitor. Um, Formula Drift is something that's it's kind of unexpected for Raj to go there. But uh, you know, the youth automotive enthusiast market is is pretty pretty cool. You know, I I think that for us, you know, why we're doing the Raj performance business. Is really uh, as we hear something maybe rush related starting up there in the background, <laughs> right? Uh, you know what? It's actually a very small part of our business. We do it more out of love than you know trying to make money at it. Sure. And uh, you know to be able to share with a new generation is something that you know we tr- you know value. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, the cars do look, cars do look kind of cool when they're going sideways with the smoke billowing out the back there. Oh, absolutely. And seeing that the control that they the drivers have when they're able to move them around so quickly. And then lastly, before we sign off, um, what for people that are new to SEMA or don't often get the chance to come to a show like this, what are your tips? for someone attending SEMA for the first time? Uh, make sure you have comfortable shoes. Okay, first one. <laughs> and, uh, huh, I'll have to think about the well, next one. I was going to say, because I could see it over your shoulder there, lip balm. Yes, lip, lip balm. balm. It always seems to be the one that, that everyone forgets. And, <laughs> and the, hand sanitizer. And hand sanitizer too for everyone you meet. That's correct. Now, Jack, before we sign off, uh, if anyone's learning to look and find the products online, where should we look to find more information on them? And then what about the social media and things like that? Uh, Just go to RausHPerformance.com, and that's Roush, R-O-U-S-H, performance.com. Well, thank you so much, Jack, for time today. Very much appreciate it. And I'll let you go, since I think you need to be dragged out to do some more stuff. So thank you again, and thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Thank you.